Hello people and welcome back to Interview with Abhimanyu. I've got an exciting update. On this channel, we have created a playlist called AWA Shorts. In this playlist, you will find two to four minute short videos, highlights of every conversation that we have, the juiciest part of the conversations. So please subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon because we upload these shorts almost every other day. As a wise man once said, always start with the shorts. My guest today is one of my favorite people to talk to. She's a nutritionist, but everyone knows her as the inch loss expert. She's a gem of a person, very sweet to talk to, but when it comes to work, she is a hardcore professional and her only goal is to melt that fat away from your body in the healthiest way possible. She has a clients in Pune, Mumbai, Dubai, London, God knows where else. She has clients everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the gorgeous, the smart Maitri Ramaya. Why do you make me do this every single time? Welcome. Thank you so much. Everyone. So, if Deepika hadn't introduced us right that day, I would have taken ages to approach. I'm not lying. I'm not lying because I'll tell you why. Because I thought, I thought that you had, you have this vibe. Of, you know, in caps lock, D and D, do not disturb. You have that thing. So, and not in a rude or condescending way, but in a professional way that I'm busy. Don't disturb. But I, now that I know you, right, so I, I, I will agree on camera, on record that I was wrong. I think you are awesome. And yeah, it's been like, what, 15, 20 minutes and I already realized that I was wrong. And there's this warmth about you that I didn't notice was there. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this right now. So I get this all the more. Yeah, you do? you do? So I'm not wrong in a way. And it's very deliberate. Yeah. Because I really, I don't like to speak to... People who have not so have you been pestered a lot by people? That's why this yes. defense mechanism or why? It's uh, so when I'm usually working when you meet me yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, at the location and uh, that time it requires a lot of focus mm. and uh, I love good contributions. It could be humor, it could be uh, informative but I don't like uh, shallow and low quality disturbances right. which have also happened a lot. So yeah. so I put up a, I put up a, a barrier okay and i feel if you are quality enough you will bother to break the barrier. right so that's how it goes so it's like the onus lies on the person's shoulder yes. who's approaching that okay yes. what yes. content you, is he going to provide yes. yeah you, you have to you level up to be contributing that, that makes sense that makes sense and i'm really excited because we are going to discuss my favorite topic he knows food and nutrition, one of my favorite topics. Seriously? Yeah. You're into nutrition? Like not nutrition, nutrition per se, but I want to know, I want to learn a lot because I'm really curious to know how my body reacts and works with food. So that, yeah. I you have a fabulous physique if I can comment. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you work out regularly? Uh, I am not that big on lifting weights. Like I do lift weights, but I like to be active. Your body speaks of CrossFit and so does your energy. Oh, that's agility and thrift-based. So uh, CrossFit workouts. is relatively, it's a very new concept. When I was young, like when I was a kid, right? So parents ne gymnastics mein dal diya tha. So usse wo ek ka background or wo banta na, ek foundation ban gaya tha. So yeah, so I like to remain active because I've seen it in my family. People who are old, I see them. So I learn from them that, okay, if you remain active, not necessary that you have to push and pump iron like heavy stuff, you remain active, you know, challenge yourself, eat right. So yeah, you, you, you know, longevity. You know. Your energy speaks of that, huh? that, you know, you are very, your energy and your body language speaks of, you know, you're very, you're in, uh, 
uh, exercises that are very energetic, very quick moving, uh, uh, agility based. Yeah, I do like yeah. doing a bit of snatch. Uh, you can all. make out from the person's body right. uh, whether that person's working out at all. So you will see a lot of men especially with lean arms, lean legs and a pot belly. Right. That's a very clear indication of no workout and absolutely terrible uh, nutrition. Right. Then you see uh, bulky bodies which you realize uh, are difficult, they, they are difficult to move. Huh. Uh, they are also a little laid back in the manner in which they converse. They are little, you, you sense an element of lethargy. Hmm. That speaks of heavy weightlifting. Yeah. And then there are these very thrifty, very quick moving, their energy, their whole, uh, their whole behavior, their whole, uh, uh, yeah, their whole energy speaks of. So that zone, yeah, I like to stay in that yeah. zone. I like to, so I there are, that's yeah. That's really that, that's right. I mean, it's subjective at the end of the day. I mean, you never know, right? People, everybody, yeah, everybody has their own uh, yeah. desires and lookout. Personally, to become bigger, unless I'm not competing in a competition, if I have to, I think it also carries a lot of prejudice that, okay, you know, yeah, I have to lift a lot yes, of it. Yeah, yes, it does, right? It is, it <laughs> that is. ego thing. Yes. For me, I, I mean, people can say, no, I just like being big or whatever. For me, yeah, so this zone is nice. It's fashionable, by the way, lately. Uh, lean physique like yours mm. is very in now. There was a time when uh, people were following Salman Khan, the very big, yeah, 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 huge muscles, yes. grow, 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 grow. But I think that is kind of getting done with. Except uh -huh. for the bodybuilders and people who are into competing, people are moving more into lean body uh, looks. People are falling in love; they're falling more in love with lean body looks. Functional training is on yeah, the rise. Athletic, yes. CrossFit is on the rise. So. Yeah. So I have got a lot of questions, a few concerns as well that yes. I really want to discuss. But let's just start with you know your expertise, psychology of weight management. So, I, I mean, I want you to take it away, just start, so that, how did you feel the need, you know, to get into this? There must have been some, you know, some stimulation, some, something must have happened that you realize that, okay, this needs to be done, you know, it, because as long as we're talking psychology, it's not just the food, as you said, what we eat, it's the approach, right, how we take the, our lifestyles towards. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's just hear about it. So, uh, I come from a very orthodox, conservative Gujarati family. Mm. And as you know, Gujaratis have minimum of five sweets on their dining table on yes. any lunch day. Yep. And uh, there is no restriction. In fact, uh, the way our families move are uh, the healthier, healthier in their cases, the, the fatter, the, bigger, yeah, the, the better. Bigger, okay. And uh, I enjoyed sweets a lot. To an extent that I had become 150 kilos, I couldn't move. My thighs would rub against each other when I moved. Uh -huh. And... Uh, to top it all, I was madly in love with clothes and fashion. <laughs> and there is absolutely no way that you can wear the clothes you desire. With 100 and what? I was 150. 100? Massive. Yeah, I was mass. I was huge. I was so huge. I refused to get any photographs. And then I was very young. So at, I was at an age when uh, girls and boys would date. No boy would look at me. It was very now. Now, one question. Yeah. When you were 150 yeah. kilos... How did you feel at that time? So, I mean, if you felt wrong, did you start doing something about it? Were you feeling shitty inside? That's what I really want to know. Or were you like, okay, it's okay, I'm cool, I'm happy? I felt, I was, I had, and the, the best, I felt terrible. Right. And uh, to top it all, none of my family members felt that there was anything wrong. They just thought I was so cute. <laughs> 
So you say there is no motivation or encouragement hmm. because it's not only is it look wise for me it was the way I looked was terrible, but it's also health wise terrible because your cholesterol levels are so high. You are uh, it'll, you'll find it more difficult to get back into shape. But fortunately, I was very very young. I was about fourteen, fifteen. Hmm. And uh, that kind of worked in my favor because my BMR was high. Right. Obviously, because nobody around me was encouraging me to lose weight, mm. um, I had to do whatever I had in hand. So every evening, I would shut my living room and uh, put on music that I liked, and I would dance. I love dancing. Okay. I would dance with an intention to burn calories. With an intention okay. to burn calories and to lose my weight. Uh-huh. I had fallen in love with a guy, and okay. I wanted him to take interest right. in me. Sweet. And the way I looked, uh, there was no way that mm. uh, he would look at me. Yeah. So that was my motivation back then. And I of course started watching my calories because everyone said, "Meetha kam karo, meetha kam karo." So I halted my sweets. I would just take. I'm very fond of sweets. I would just take one sweet in a day. That moment, it worked very well. Whatever little I did. and i lost a lot of weight not completely but i lost a decent quantity yeah. then i felt it was now time to join someone professional a professional nutritionist or a professional trainer believe me abhimanyu i have trained with some of the best trainers in india i have taken some of the best nutritionists in india and none of them could land up making a dent in my weight uh, which is when i realized that uh, you have to do something about it yeah. uh, the only person everybody keeps saying that you know your success is in your hand and you know all those jazzy quotes so were you lacking motivation because it's i i think it's also very it's not right to blame the nutritionists as well who were as you said best i would blame them because uh, the what i realized is nutritionists would land up giving okay this is what you this 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 uh-huh. listen i Feel hungry at two. I get sweet craving. This what food you're giving is not enough for me. Right. Your body you is telling you that. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. You have to eat so much only. It doesn't work that way. You have to give a nutrition plan to somebody the way that person's body mm. works. Has to be bespoke. Yeah. Force doesn't yes. work. Yeah. You can't force somebody. At the most, so when I say psychology of weight management, I understand maybe what she could have done at that point of time was okay. If you're hungry, you have a bowl full of full of. Uh, boiled vegetables right. that will fill you up. Right. But that that suggestion was not there. It was like just you eat what I have told you, yeah. and that's about it. But I get sweet craving. No, you're not supposed to get sweet craving. That's not a response. Lack of that's, knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Yeah. You. That's not the direction you take. You yeah. have to train your head. Okay. If you're hungrier, you have one more bowl of vegetables. Right. If you're hungrier, you have some soup. If you're hungrier, so that's how you go in your. Hmm. That's how you go about giving an advice. You don't just roll out advice and expect somebody right. to follow. uh even training wise i i have an anterior pelvic tilt okay and uh, what i discovered with my trainers was um i don't know whether it was lack of qualification or their desire to follow a certain path which mm-hmm. they have seen performance in so i'll give you a small example when you do squats you're supposed to jack your hips out right only a person who has anterior pelvic tilt is not supposed to do that okay okay but every time i did squats the advisement jut your hips out jut your hips out and that when you have anterior pelvic hip, uh, when you have anterior pelvic tilt and you jut your hips out it only exaggerates the problem right and gives you a belly so is there a fix for that i fixed it no. okay no so there is, yes there okay. is a fix okay. for that i would like to know that as well like how yes, do you there are stretches for this okay wherein uh, you have a muscle called iliopsoas in uh, okay. in your yeah. uh, under your belly right and uh, 
anterior pelvic tilt is nothing but the uh, tightening of the hamstrings uh-huh. and uh, the your iliopsoas is not worked okay when you start working your iliopsoas there are stretches and workouts right. when you start your uh, belly starts tightening your right. hamstring starts getting looser you also need to do hamstring stretches right. to get that looser and that resurrects your anterior pelvic okay. tilt but you need that kind of information to be able exactly. to exactly you need to train those specific muscles yes, right so are, are we talking about stabilizers are those somehow stabilizers yes in in a way in a way, yeah. in a way. right yes. cool so this these are a couple of examples that i hmm. had to i faced and which is where i realized that let me just study it on my own and understand what works for me which is when i realized that different things work for different bodies hmm. and till date i keep observing people who are uh, who say oh you know uh, i want to lose fat uh, i'm thinking of doing a lot of cardio listen i want to gain some muscle should i pump heavy weights so people are going by blanket rules not understanding that everybody responds in a different manner hmm. and uh, because today i have so many clients i deal with them it's strange how everybody's i have a lot of couples as well so everybody's body behaves differently a brother and sister their body behaves differently uh, even though they come from the same genetics same parents same everything a husband and wife their bodies behave differently so i just recently had a couple the husband says i cannot i need a glass of milk in the morning and a glass of milk at night okay and uh, if i don't have that i get and i have issues i'm just not able to function hmm. really. and the wife says if i take a glass of milk at night i just can't sleep i get indigestion um i'm uncomfortable hmm. basically she has lactose intolerance take it yeah so everybody's body behaves differently and as a nutritionist you're supposed to it takes a little time to figure out what's working what's not working which is why i have a questionnaire that hmm. my clients need to fill before we start the nutrition okay. plan what works what are their favorite foods what what they like what they don't like because psychologically it's essential that the nutrition plan that you have while karela may be very good uh gourd may be very good but if you don't like it it's not you're not going to sustain yeah it'll be hard to stick to it right sustenance is mm. very essential on nutrition and uh, workout plans and remember this is not 3 months or 6 months it's a lifestyle so two things a you start with things that you like mm. you mold them better so if you do like if you don't like rice and you like chapati with your with your meals there is a better way to have chapati instead of wheat chapati which usually causes uh, gluten issues for people who have celiac yep. disease uh start making multigrain rotis which taste somewhat similar and you get the amino acids and proteins from various flours yeah sorghum flour or yes yeah, yeah. soy bajra jowar right. everything everything that you can think of except for wheat yeah. so these are small minute tweaks eventually you reach a situation where you probably try to do away with any kind mm. of carbs from the uh from the chapati itself right. but that's a transition that takes yeah. time so you give yourself so you start with foods that you like start tweaking them in a small way second point is um i forgot what the second point is but that's all right that's since we're talking approach right so yeah. yeah so it was uh shit even i hope i was like so much into it so <laughs> so so first approach is that you eat whatever you like and then you tweak stuff out of it So my question is that do you go into the history of your clients like what they've been eating since 10 20 years because I that I think that is really important I totally do and uh, some of the common discoveries so they have a question which says 
please describe your uh, day's diet, what uh -huh. time you do what. Right. And what I observed is A, most of them are having a lot of carbs mm. in the day. So they would have in the morning, they'll have two biscuits with tea. Now, once upon a time, I was this way. Right. I would not think of having a Mari biscuit or a gold uh, or a, uh, let's any, say a Mari any, biscuit. Any biscuit yeah. I would uh, think that, oh wow, I avoided a cream biscuit. I have done a marvelous <laughs> job. So, uh, have the two biscuits. But today I realize how, how much harm even a, one biscuit can do. Right. And then they have kakra in the evening. Yeah. So, they are, late, they are loading themselves with so many carbs hmm. that it's absolutely impossible for the insulin to halt functioning and have their fat burn. I have, a, see, I mentioned concern, right? My main concern today is insulin. I want to talk about insulin, but yeah, I'll let you think. We'll, we'll come to that. We'll come yeah. to that. No, I'm, uh, so A, they would have a lot of carbs in mm. the day. B, they would leave themselves extremely hungry. Right. So when you are, now this is very interesting. So if you gap out your meals for more than four hours or more than two hours, uh, you are bound to get carb craving only. So when I make my nutrition plans, mm. I give them small quantities of protein every two hours mm. and small quantities of vegetables every two hours. Okay. Whenever you, the, so protein has a lot of advantages besides contributing to your muscle. Fills now, you up? Fills you up and mm. makes you thirsty. Okay. So our, so that you don't need to force water down your throat, you will naturally feel thirsty. Right. So you will right. end up reaching your target of water intake. Yeah. A gallon and, a day, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. And what happens is if you don't eat protein every two hours, the third hour you will crave carbs only. No quantity of protein is going to fill you, hmm. which is why it's essential you have protein. Now, when I say protein, people, now when I say I eat protein every two hours, people get paranoid. They are like, oh my God, I have to work. You think I have time to just sit and have protein meals and veggie meals hmm. all the while. But what they don't understand is that if you do start, if you have a uh, an agenda in mind to lose weight or to you have to, to yeah. no there are easier ways you yeah. look for them so you can have chana chood you can have uh, those uh, roasted chanas you can carry whey protein in a tin with you to your office just keep mixing and having that all those things are possible if you have if your agenda is to give a solution and to resurrect your mm -hmm. health so yeah that is how you go about with protein yeah i'll just dive into the concern part that was yes so it's going to be a you know, long monologue, so yeah, bear with me. So that's how I, so I just, I'm not an expert, but in my experience, whatever I've eaten, right? So I just like a sadhu sage, I sit on it and I think about it. Like what have I done wrong? You know, ab tak kya gand khaya aur kya asar hua hai. So let's talk India. Let's not go outside. So if you go anywhere, as you said, Gujarat people are heavier, right? Punjab, you'll see the same. You come to Jammu, you'll see, I mean, people... All those who are morbidly obese, yeah, fine. But even normal people, working people who go to the office, they have a paunch, right? And yeah, skinny arms, they don't work out fine. Okay, if they are doing yoga and all, whatever keeps them healthy. But they have big bellies, sign of an unhealthy lifestyle, right? So, dheere dheere we started eating healthy. But all those who are eating healthy, abhi lagta Instagram dekhi ki bahut zyada kar rahe But just compared to the population of India, we are a minority. All those who are eating healthy, right? We are a minority. Al अपना हिंदुस्तान जितना बड़ा है उस हिसाब से बहुत से लोग अभी भी वही सब खाना खा रहे हैं वैसे ही खा रहे हैं वैसे ही मोटे मोटे हैं एंड देन दे हैव डिजीजेस एज वेल राइट सो वी नैरोड इट डाउन वी वेंट टू मैक्रो न्यूट्रिएंट्स सो वी डिवाइडेड कार्ब्स प्रोटीन्स एंड फैट राइट सो नाउ वी आर ईटिंग अकॉर्डिंग टू दैट इंक्लूडिंग माइक्रो एज वेल मिनरल्स वाइटमिन वट एवर 
I have this feeling. It's it's a very you know it can be wrong. It can be wrong. But I since I have a smart brain in front of me, I would like to discuss you know just brainstorm over it. Maybe we can you know create a moment right now. So I think people really at an early age really really need to study insulin and its effects on body. because what if what if that is the main reason what because i think even athletes who are performing even people who are living sedentary lifestyle or active people we all without knowing are messing with our insulin levels and we don't know yeah so what i really want to say is we are messing with our insulin levels without knowing that we are messing with our insulin levels so you know now people are coming out with high glycemic low glycemic yeah it's not just sugar refined sugar we are eating like that so agar hum maida vada bhi kha rahe hain ab people are getting aware so how about we find a balance i am not talking about getting you know aesthetically sound bulkier i am just talking about longevity right now so if you want to have a long health because people are dying due to you know people are dying because of diabetes type 1 type 2 uh, girls face uh, what is that uh, pcod pcod yes pcod so all of these diseases i think can be because most of them are caused by insulin resistance right yes. so what do you think like do, do you think people at an early age should target insulin specifically because it people are talking about carbs protein itna protein khana itna grams per weight yeah yeah theek hai i really if i have kids i want to educate them about insulin at an early age so i want to know your take on this so uh, insulin is one part of it what leads to most of the diseases like pcod or thyroid or diabetes is increase in fat levels mostly okay something we need to understand about nutrition health bodies is there are no ground rules different things work for different people mm. there are just some basic rules again which are not which are not fixed because they could be exception there could be exceptions for everything right uh let me just tell you about how insulin functions and why is what is the problem with it currently for a majority of the right. people uh whenever you consume carbs and only when you consume carbs your insulin activates hmm. and uh, whenever insulin is active fat burning stops right so i mentioned that majority of us are obese and uh, or rather have higher fat hmm. levels and require to reduce that but if you're constantly going to keep eating carbs you're going to constantly keep your insulin high yeah. which is going to reduce the amount of time that the body gets to burn fat hmm. uh even if people are educated in insulin so you someone may be very lean like you are and uh, yet be unhealthy mm. so there are no there are no ground rules to this but yes de- definitely educating people on how insulin works when it is lower uh, because carbs are the only contributors to the spike of insulin if you have protein or fat which is what happens in keto right. what keto does is it completely uh, halts the requirement of insulin activation by coming down to 20 g carbs which are only from your green leafy vegetables right. so the insulin just does not activate leaving you a whole lot of time for the fat to burn so yeah are, i am in agreement with you are, are you a keto promoter like should people get into this uh if you are 20 25 kilos above your regular weight right. yes right and then there are a lot of athletes who are into it to feel fresher hmm. So uh I am dealing with the Indian cricket sorry with the cricket team in Muscat okay and a lot of them are on keto the athletes yeah. only to get their there's another thing that happens with redu- reduction of uh fat and the, the other thing that happens with the reduction of fat is your strength and your stamina goes up 
Okay. Your energy levels for performance go up. So, uh, I have experienced this with a lot of clients that when their fat levels start dropping three kilos, four mm-hmm. kilos, five kilos, ten, their ability to push more weights, their ability to perform, their stamina levels are all higher at the gym or yeah. whenever they are wherever they are working out, as against when they had higher fat levels. So yes, and at, at, if you ask me, am I a promoter of keto for these two areas? I am. Uh, there was one of my clients who was on a weight loss keto. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did land up losing a lot of weight. Right. But what she was happier about was that she she had PCOD and uh-huh. fatty liver. Okay. And the tests that she got done, right. both got. Oh, nice. And that was because of keto? Okay. No, no, because of the diet. Yeah, because, because of, of the keto diet. and because of the vitamins right. and minerals and everything that I kept in my Right, right. So much so that she's renewing. Okay. She's been with me for two years now uh-huh. and she's renewing again. Yeah, but uh, because, you know, fad, people just run after things, right? So everyone wants to lose weight. A healthy person, I mean, you don't have any disease. You just have some extra fat. Would you advise? Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, so, so, so someone like Karen who wants to lose, I don't know, I'm not calling you fat. Okay? So, <laughs> so someone like Karen who needs to lose, let's say one or two kilo, wants to fit into her dress or whatever, just like people usually. Keto not advice. No, not right. No, no. And because I, I, I really experiment with myself a lot. So I did once. I was like, yeah, why not? Let's just give it a shot. So at that time, I just got a glimpse of what, uh, you know, uh, hypoglycemia can feel like yes it's terrible it is very bad i know they call it keto flu or whatever but maybe i wasn't meant to do that maybe my body wasn't or maybe i didn't follow the right procedure but whatever i did i had severe headaches for days for days days would be 2025 uh what how many days no i couldn't bear the headache for five or six so it was unbearable it was unbearable that is adaptation phase for keto. I'll just give you a brief idea about how keto functions. So, body has two sources of energy. You know, when you move your hand up and down, you walk, you talk. Fat and carbs, right? Yes, fat yeah. and carbs. There's, uh, energy is being used. Hmm. You don't have batteries inside you. You're not plugged to a charge. Yep. Where is your energy coming from? So, it's either carbs or fat. Hmm. Excuse me. Body finds it easier to break down carbs as against fat. Yep. But the moment you don't have carbs, which is the situation with keto, it has no option but turn to the fat for its uh, energy. Hmm. Now, because it's so accustomed to carbs for all these years and it's easier, right. in the beginning it will battle you. It will give you headaches, probably nausea, diarrhea, various problems, right. uh, push you up when you have carbs. Have yeah, carbs, yeah. Have carbs. And if you give in, then obviously it moves on to carbs for its source of energy. Yeah. But when you don't give it, it will have no option but turn to the existing store of fat for right. energy. And you will be surprised after 7 to 10 days how fresh you feel because your insulin is not being touched anymore. Hmm. So you have to give yourself that it is a bad phase, I agree. So since you said that there are two sources of fuel, right? And people always say, uh, you know, uh, people always... Uh, you know, they talk about men when we weren't eating all these processed foods and all, you know, earlier when we were hunters, hunters and gatherers. So at that time, they weren't having grains or refined carbs. I agree, they were hunting, they were having flesh, but they were having fruits and stuff. So there was a lot of carb intake as well. Maybe they were having beans, you know, or whatever. Uh, because fire was there. They were boiling stuff, right? They were cooking. So they were having beans. So they were having carbs and all. So isn't keto... You know, being in a state of ketosis, more of a survival mode 
so why to keep i agree that when people need to lose so for example someone needs to lose 20 30 40 kilos yes for him or her it is survival she because she's like you know she's going to die or he's going to die but someone people like us so being in a state it's just a doubt because i don't know being in a state of ketosis uh, as a regular human being isn't that because our body starts uh, taking fuel uh, fat as fuel when it is in a survival mode right you're hunting you don't have food you are hungry starving so your fat starts burning obviously you're not getting now deliberately putting yourself into that how harmful can it be like can it be like you know are there any uh, records where you have seen people who have been on keto since ages or a generation like two generations they don't eat carbs do we have such record or interesting people are not to keto for a lifetime they are they actually take up keto as a lifetime diet uh, because like i said there are two sources of fuel for the body energy uh, one is uh, carbs and the other one is fat but uh, definitely the people who are on keto for a lifetime have mm. refueling days uh, where they they fill their system with carbs because carbs are the only thing that activates the growth hormone right what happens is elongated periods of being on keto halts mm. the body from functioning you will never lose weight you will not gain muscle nothing is going to happen your bodily systems will stop functioning because your growth hormone is not getting food hmm. and uh, carbs are the only thing that the growth hormone feeds on okay. so every month or every 21 days a person who's on a lifetime keto has to do carb refueling or refueling okay days. okay i didn't know that said you i thought it's like a permanent fix that no, no. carbs henceforth yeah. no. nothing of that sort and uh, one of the issues with keto uh, in terms of people who want to lose 20 25 kilos and they A lot of people say we went on to keto and we ended up gaining back all the weight again. Mm. So, the correct way to go about keto is after you finish whatever three months, six months, one year of keto, two years of keto, to move on to a low calorie diet. Uh, still stay focused. Usually, once people are done with keto, they are so happy to be able to have carbs that they they just start binge eating, and then all right. the weight that they right. have lost comes back mm. again. So it's very essential that you still monitor, still stay strict. You may be on a low carb diet, eat carbs, no problem, but ensure that you are counting them. Counting macros is huge. Right. Uh, in fact, I started seeing a huge difference in my body only when I started counting my macros. Hmm. Till then, I just randomly thought, okay, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Yeah. A lot of my clients still do that, even though I give them grams, twenty gram of rice and fifty gram of lentils. They would just randomly take it, and then they say, "You know, we are not having any difference in our body mass." Mm. Are you measuring your uh, the food the way I have told you? Um, no, we are not. We just randomly. So essential to measure. It. What's really funny, and I find it really weird, is that you know, people even after going through two years of any diet, any diet, let's say a lifestyle change, and they achieve their goal or they are almost there, they start you know misbehaving with their lifestyle. because they had achieved something and then they go back to that shitty zone right so it's funny because they don't learn they don't learn that okay it is a lifestyle have you ever heard milka singh ko bolte hain wo jab kabhi usse aajkal log poochte hain because i think he's what 90 i guess now he's 89 90 right now milka singh jab bolte hain to wo ek baat hamesha bolta hai hamesha people ask him because you're 90 and you're so fit you're still running you're just so lean on wo ek wo mere ko uski baat bahut pasand aati hai वो सर बोलते हैं कि अपनी देसी बंदा ऐसी बात करता है ना वो कहता है अपनी जीप पे कंट्रोल रखो दैट्स हिज थिंग एंड दैट स्पीक्स वॉल्यूम्स दैट यू कांट ओवर इट यू कांट यू शुडंट 
हाँ कर लिया खा लिया खा लिया अभी तक लोगों को अकल दैट्स वेरी फनी सो आई रियली लाइक वेन यू सेट दैट यू वॉन्ट टॉक अबाउट साइकोलॉजी बिकॉज दैट्स वॉट इट रियली मैटर लाइक जीप पे कंट्रोल रखो पीपल डोंट गेट इट्राइज food is actually being used as entertainment these days yes yes so i'm glad you said that let's yes. get a cake and celebrate yes. anniversary let's go out and have pasta mm. uh, a baby is born throw a party have the most uh, delicious spread of carbs right <laughs> and uh, wedding invitation chocolates yeah and stuff like that so you know you get the hang of it you will be surprised that the body tunes itself to whatever you expose it to mm. Uh, so we know of sadhus in the earlier times. Mm. They used to go into samadhi, right? Where they used to go into meditation and then they used to remain yeah. that way. Have you seen any fat sadhu? All the sadhus no. are lean. Yeah. And they have. Yeah. Have you seen what they eat? They eat very minimal. Anjir, manjir, khate hain aur ye sab khate hain. Minimal. They probably just have one meal a day. Yeah. And when they go into samadhi, they stay days without eating anything, and they mm. survive. They are alive. Yeah. And. Uh, and they're going to live for 100 plus years yes <laughs> it's absolutely possible for the body to have one meal a day and survive without any deficiencies right uh, unlike how we think that you know we need to eat but that also day. depends on what you would i think what the aim is yeah people yes. everyone is going to gym and lifting you know heavy squats and doing stuff so you can yeah, then you need right then, then you need, need right but all, what i'm saying is this is also possible huh. so it's not that you need to like i said in the beginning that keep eating every 2 hours yeah. depending on everyone's aim uh, even the body is capable of surviving even on one meal a day right i think i personally think that it's not a fix to this problem but i think people when they are young right 20s after immediately after school those boys all of them they want to look good justified right yeah you know you want to date or whatever you want to look good so either you want to do crossfit weightlifting whatever but i think at that age you should realize that okay or you should tell yourself that after 35 or 40 when actually age will take over you your joints will tell you that okay okay calm the fuck down now you can't do all this so at that time they should you know think about even at early age like 30s mid 30s they should start thinking about longevity rather than aesthetics i always feel like that they should you know start eating less uh go more into you know running jog yoga and lift normal weights don't go too heavy unless you are you know bringing money from that uh, activity don't you think so so heavy weights hmm. uh abhimanyu is actually a very it's tier 3 the primary thing that you need to be able to uh do with your body which uh, in india is still not because weight lifting has become so famous and so popular hmm. course we take all ideas from the west but yeah. we are running uh, about 20 years late from whatever the west is discovering more than that i guess yeah so uh, 20 years back the west was very obsessed with weight lifting arnold schwarzenegger mm. over rocking we are doing that now mm. whereas the west has already moved into understanding that the first thing you need to do which is new information the first thing you need to do before you start weight lifting is be able to balance your body on its own hmm. through uh, workouts like pilates or um, mma or uh, calisthenics whatever yes, body weight yeah. body weight hmm. and then you transit to weight lifting right. but because we are running 20 years back we've still not got that information the west already has hmm. uh, and as far as you said you know people at 35 40 should uh, move to jogging or yoga did you know that a uh, body is ready for resistance training at the age of 
Okay. And if in those uh, days that your muscle is being molded, uh, your body is being shaped, which is, you know, your 30, 14, 15, mm. 16, all those years, you expose your children or expose kids to, which was not the information earlier, but you expose them to sports activities, to exercises, their muscles get shaped, molded and ready for, you know, they, they, they have that particular body shape. Mm. And once they're molded into that shape, it's very difficult to get them out of those that wonderful athlete right. shape or the wonderful mm. uh, uh, muscles that they have. Strong foundation. Yes, strong yeah. foundation. And even if they gain weight, God forbid, sometime or they mess up mm. with their body at some point of time, it's very easy to bounce back. But it's very essential that in their growing up days, they are exposed to weights, uh, sorry, to exercises, to uh, sports, mm. to which in India is still very low. Overseas, you see. Um, I I would uh, sorry. Yes, please. I I would you know again I I don't agree with that because there are there are two ways. That's why I think I don't agree to your point because uh, I'm talking 92. That's like what 25 years ago, 28, 20, 92, 93. At that time, people in India, I'm talking Jammu, not even metro cities. I'm talking Jammu. Everyone was into sports. They wanted to put their kids into sports. I think this sudden exposure, you know, via social media, to when you see these beautiful, phenomenal bodies on Instagram and all. So I think your brainwash which is, I mean, yeah, you want to look like that, perfect, fine. But since we're talking foundation, right? We're talking foundation of a kid, a growing kid, right? So it was always there. People, Purane Log, I feel, uh, okay, I've heard about your parents. They, okay, they, they weren't that much into. But if you go to the people to the physical. They have to, you know, farming or whatever they're doing. But if you go to the normal people want their kids to, you know, ja khela kar, ja kuch kiya kar. And if they have a facility, they would push their kids. I used to go to gymnastics. There were hundreds of kids practicing over there. I'm talking 93, 94, right? So I think when you say that people weren't aware, I think people in India were always aware. But I also think that people in India are vulnerable to this exposure. And suddenly they feel that, okay, what we were doing wasn't right. And now this is right, which I think is terribly wrong. Okay, yeah, weight training, get into it when you feel like you want to grow muscle. But kids, you know, 7, 8, 13, 14, yeah, they should. Deepika, when she came, she said that she, you know, she said that I want to do this through your uh, medium. I want to tell every mother and father that when your child is growing, right, initial, put them into gymnastics, as you said, MMA or swimming, so that, you know, they have a strong foundation. And people are doing that ever. I just don't like where it is going right now. Due to social media, of course. I think in 92, 93, there wasn't much exposure to video games or, you know, in-house uh, Entertainment. Gadgets. Yeah, no, no, gadgets. obviously not. No. And which is where I think a lot of exposure... Go out. But uh, with the increase in gadgets and uh, video games and, you know, kids getting uh, more exposed yeah, to... sitting inside. Uh, so, 91, you know, the economy opened. We yeah, had yeah, foreign yeah. brands entering. So, McDonald's, KFC. Yeah. Today, you ask any kid, what do you want to do for your birthday? I want to celebrate it at Pizza Hut or McDonald's. Mm. They're very clear. Yeah. So, unhealthy food as well as uh, lifestyle has... Uh, grown I think now hmm. and uh, while there are people who are very who ha are conscious parents today are actually very conscious that their kids should be in more healthy activities hmm. however compared to what is happening overseas you see in schools they have soccer teams football teams yeah. um, sports is given a lot of importance overseas as against what it is given over here we are still 
uh, in spite of uh, so many years passing, mm. still give more importance to uh, education as against. Uh, yeah, there's only one game period yes. in the whole week. Yeah, and that's when kids play. Yeah. So. Yeah, in school, I don't know what, what was your thing when you were in school. So in this, I hated this. So you know, in ninth and tenth grade, uh -huh. most of the day was full of studies. Twice in a week, we had singing class. I was like, why is giving us singing class? We want to go and play. So there were no, there was no games. Class. We didn't have a game. The entire week. No, that sucks. Unless the teacher was absent or something, and there was a substitution period, and they were they didn't have any teacher to take care of us. They'd be like, how do you play? Now it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, that's bad. That's yeah, terrible. It's, it's <laughs> that's how they. That's how. Yeah, they, exactly. In fact, it was uh, considered terrible. And you know what? More than that, also, I feel like girls. So when I was young in my society, I used to go and play with the boys. I used to play football and everything mm. with my brothers' friends. But I had two um, girl friends and. They would never play, they used to just sit on the side and like chill and talk and gossip and everything. And I was like, but I want to play. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. That's so, the situation with girls today also. So if you enter a gym, most of them are on the cardio machine, trying to lose fat. And very few of them on the weight training. Yeah, few. The, they are the getting floor. there, but few, yeah. Yes, very few. They're there, most of them with their trainers, which is what I observe. Most of the days, I'm the only one who's training with the boys. <laughs> and I'm very happy to say that I usually lift the same weight, if not more, than the boys. You look strong. I'm sure you do. I'm sure. Uh, so, so, yeah. that is. However, uh, I would not uh, uh, speak terrible about uh, cardio completely because that does very well for the visceral fat. So, okay. there are two kinds of fat, subcutaneous yes. and visceral. Right. Subcutaneous is what surrounds skin, the yeah, skin. Yeah. Visceral is what surrounds the Inside, organs. Yeah, organs. Uh, weight training is very good for the subcutaneous fat mm -hmm. because it increases muscle which sucks onto the, the fat, it increases your BMR, so your burning increases. But for visceral fat, long duration, low intensity, uh, cardio is what is the only thing which is going to deal with your visceral fat. So mm -hmm. I don't completely disagree, but then most of the women are only onto cardio machines, right. uh, which deals with their visceral fat, but you'll see very loose skin because mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. not uh, trained their muscles. Muscle. Bodies are not told. Right, right. Maitri, I really want, you know, you to tell us about your, you know, how you deal with your clients. Like, how, not deal. Like, I, I want you to tell us that how people should approach you. You have a website. I know about your website. So, yeah, how do you work? And, yeah, just out of curiosity, you know, today is Sunday. So, does a nutritionist have a free Sunday? Was it like, or, or because I'm guessing you work online or on phones. I've, I've heard you and most of the times, you know how I figured that you, you were into food? Because most of the time, whenever I cross this woman, right, she's talking to obviously her clients. So at that time, it's always about food plus always concerns. Like I've heard words like, you know, fat, uh, are you having omega or what, what, what? I even heard the word constipation, are you suffering? Okay. Yeah, I was like, either she is... A doctor or she's a nutritionist. I had to guess. So I want to know, do you have free Sundays like a nutritionist? Yeah. Frankly, I chose this profession after having done a whole lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere uh, working for somebody had started feeling like slavery to me. Uh -huh. So I chose I to come to down to something that I really enjoyed, which I discovered very late that mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very passionate about nutrition and fitness. Right. And uh, I actually enjoy all my... I think one of the things that my, one of the reason why my clients are constantly hooked to me and they become very good friends over a period of time is because uh, I really enjoy what I do 
and whether it's a Sunday, I'm not. So you don't mind, right? No, Even I'm, if you yeah. are getting approached on a Sunday, it's like fun. So it's yeah. fun. I, I love doing that. Yeah, so there's I'm no pressure, happy. right? There's no pressure. It's right. very relaxed. Yeah. So I've heard things like you know you are you are the luckiest if you're being paid for doing something that you right, like. Right. Excuse me. That's my situation right now. We are almost there. We're just not getting paid for it right now. <laughs> it was my situation, something like that. Yeah, so, so I yeah. Get that. yeah. So yeah, before the Sunday thing, and before we get to know more about your website, so there's this thing that I really want to do on this show is that you know, you have a plan. Your clients approach you. So obviously, there's a transaction, and then you cater to their clients' needs. So basically, your advice isn't free in a way. Yeah, obviously, and that's how it should be. You worked hard for it, you earned it. But now, I just want you. I would request you to lay three or four points for a for two groups, age groups. I'm talking about kids who are like you know five to thirteen, and people who are you know old people, sixty above. Nutritional advice, so that. kids growing kids have a good strong foundation and old people since their metabolism is going down and diseases you know, they, they are you know then they are open to it. so nutritional advice to both the groups let's just have two or three strong foundation so that and you know let's just make sure that people do follow it so yeah both the groups let's just take it one by one so if kids mm-hmm. anything anything it can so your area if you have to give three points to kids what will they be? i think uh, uh, kids should and they are more in the hands of the parents hmm. than anything in step a way out. we are talking to parents in yes. yeah step out go out get them enrolled for all fitness classes hmm. uh, karate tennis skating whatever they like explore a lot of options to discover what your child likes and keep them there let them if they like yoga do that whatever hmm. works but keep them out keep them into fitness right you cannot pull them away from mcdonald's and kfc Um, you can't. You can't. You, you can't tell them have fruits and vegetables, mm. and they're just not going to eat, and that just doesn't work. So let them continue. They are growing. Their metabolism is high. Uh, let them have uh, medium amounts of whatever they enjoy, but but increase their physical activity. Uh, put them into different kind of sports and uh, whatever games they like. Explore so that they understand mm. what they like. Yeah. And as far as sixty above is concerned, um, it's a time when probably. For people who've not been fit, maybe diseases have entered, like yeah. diabetes, arthritis. Ensure that you keep. Uh, so walking would be one thing that right. is easier for people above sixty. Right. Continue that. Make sure you're walking. Walking is decent enough. It's good enough. Definitely reduce your food intake. There, the focus should be on your food. There are a lot of uh, uh, people above sixty senior citizens that consult me. They only take one meal in a day, probably a lunch, and hmm. skip their dinner. Maybe that's really wise for them to do, right? They are, they are, the body is not ready to digest more. The BMR is reducing. You need to fuel your body to survive yeah. and stay strong. But you are not in a position if you are just walking. There are a lot of senior citizens above sixty, seventy who play tennis. You right. are into weightlifting. Yeah, I know they, a few. Yeah, they yes. run. <laughs> yeah, they run, and they need to. Uh, they also need to fuel their bodies accordingly otherwise their bodies won't function for the kind of sports activities they are into but generally i think most of them are uh, advised to walk mm. regularly brisk walks in the morning if possible even after dinner uh, and definitely reduce their food intake and what about the addiction i would call it addiction and i would call them a drug addiction to caffeine and nicotine chai and coffee and I, let me be just very frank i'm talking about my mother right now 
very functional very active she runs like she is into long distance running and so is my father he's even beyond so yeah uh, my point is that my mother is very active the whole day and i don't want to take the tea away from it the whole routine right because if you take one cup of tea out of a routine she will crash she will crash so and it's like years and years and i'm in doubt to call uh, that thing that is it negative or because she's doing fine she's having two or three cups without sugar kabhi kabhi wo meethe biscuit kha leti hai saath mein so like main chini nahi khati biscuit ka like yeah doesn't make a difference but my point is that should people i don't see any harmful effects because she's having two or three cups of a tea she can't do without it so what's your take on caffeine and nicotine it's fine right caffeine is fine nicotine is not fine like chai chai are you caffeine saying? is fine however let me just inform you hmm. 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after caffeine avoid having something because caffeine uh, diminishes the absorption of any food that you've had 15 minutes before or 15 minutes after otherwise it's all right if it's functioning well if it's contributing like i said there are exceptions if it's contributing to the functioning hmm. of a person Continue they should continue, this. right? There's no because people like chai pita. My my father is always after my mother. Kya tum chai pita rehte ho jab dekho. Doesn't matter. If it works for me, let's for her. Yeah, and she has age to back it up, right? She's right. like I'm healthy enough. Yeah, what are you? So it's say? working for her. Yeah. Nicotine, however, I'm against because the presence of nicotine doesn't leave your body and your system. Uh-huh. Uh, unlike caffeine, 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after, it does leave your system. Nicotine remains in your system and it really hampers the absorption of good minerals. Magnesium. That's what I've heard about tea. Yes. So, Both yeah. and even alcohol. Whenever you consume alcohol, the body will stop burning fat and start burning alcohol. Have you met people who support uh, who are okay? I'm really I I I laugh at such people who say that you know I drink wine because it's good, good for, for me. the heart. Good for me. Okay, I agree <laughs> where you're coming from. Okay, I'm bolder. Okay, why don't you own the fact that you want to drink wine and you want to get intoxicated? That's fine. Say that I'll be fine. But otherwise, if you're talking about why are you justifying? Reserve. What's the thing? I I've forgotten the name of the compound. Uh, reserve it all. Something like that. That is present. That aids. You know, an antioxidant. वो मूंगफली में भी होता है वो ग्रेप्स में भी होता है वो खा लो ना अगर आपको वो चाहिए तो There are lots of things that are. If you are looking for something that's good for the heart, there are lots of other things that are good for the heart. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely not your uh, reason. Your yeah. reason is because hmm. you are looking for a reason to justify alcohol. Uh, now, how do you connect with your clients? Like your website and how? What? what what's your? You know. Uh, interestingly, I never started this with as a profession. Hmm. I told you I started it because I really enjoyed it. In fact, in the beginning, I was giving out free advices right. without even understanding because things were working on me. Everyone wanted to know what did I do, yeah. and because I had studied so much for myself, hmm. everyone I would just give out free advices, free diets, free everything. Then people started telling me that you know why don't you start charging for it, hmm. and that's when I think very slowly I made it a profession. Right. Uh, Till date, I don't market myself as a guru. It's totally references, totally. So people see a change in you if you were my client, mm-hmm. and your friend would take word of mouth. So yeah, totally word of mouth. Okay. Uh, no marketing at all. Uh, and if someone wants to reach to reach out to me, so I have a website. Right. It's uh, called www.maitriramaya.com. Right. And there you have my email ID. Hmm. You can send me an email. There is a sign-up form as well. There is my phone number also. Right. I always prefer phone calls. I'm always dealing with my clients on my hmm. own. 
uh, because I don't give them to my assistants. I enjoy it. Yeah, I've read your WhatsApp stories or, you know, you put the update not available on this, this date. Yes. So that, that tells you that, okay, you're dealing with a professional. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, am, uh, I, I do keep doing that. And I'm very particular. I only deal with them. I don't like to hand them over to the assistants because I enjoy this. I'm yeah, not they're looking for you. They're, they're actually looking for you, right? So, you know, why to hand them over? And uh, so you uh, work, so you live in Pune is your hometown, right? For now, yes. For now. So, and you have your office in Mumbai and Dubai as well. I have my office in Mumbai, but I have a lot of, I have clients globally because my work is online uh-huh. and uh, the references have gone all the way to Frankfurt, Texas, mm. <laughs> nice. uh, New Zealand. So I'm dealing with clients from there as well. And it's very convenient because we either make WhatsApp calls or there are so many of these hmm. Skype calls or right. mediums. Uh, they send me images of how they are moving. My monitoring is very strong. Every week they have to check their weight, their measurements and their images. Uh, I'm watching out for how they are moving. And I don't know how this happens. In fact, one of my clients also commented that it's interesting how you have so many of them and yet you know the details of each right. one of them. But I guess it's because I really... I really enjoy. I know when they have been ill. Mm. I know when they have gone haywire. I know everything. I know their details. All the while at the back of my head. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I am very happy now that uh, people are uh, taking nutrition seriously. In mm. fact, so much so that a lot of people have gotten interested in uh, how to do nutrition or uh, the, the specifics of it. In fact, so many of my clients keep researching on everything that I tell them. Right. And uh, they're more than happy to do edu- uh, to study about it. Mm. And we are launching uh, an international training institute first in Dubai and then mm. we have plans to go overseas. Right. Uh, this is going to be a residential training institute okay. wherein uh, we are going to have people coming from overseas mm. staying with us for a span of three months. Okay. We've taken a big apartment. Are these, are these, all those people who are coming, are they clients or are they experts who are... They are people who want to study nutrition for multiple purposes. So uh-huh. they could either study the three month. It's a three month course. Right. They could study, be with us, study that course, and plan to take up something more uh, long term in terms of maybe a degree course in nutrition, hmm. or they could study it and launch their own nutrition practice, hmm. or they could study it and keep it to themselves and apply all the policies or whatever everything that they learned for themselves and generally their friends and family. Right. Excuse me. So these are three-month courses that we are starting, mm-hmm. uh, and people are going to come from uh, different, parts of the yeah, yeah. different parts of the world, and we will be conducting courses in the morning. Having it's a we are taking an apartment, so mm-hmm. we will be staying there. We'll have classes in the hall in the morning and practicals in the kitchen for nutrition, right. and then the rest of the day. Is that, that that is a great initiative because yeah, yeah, combining nutrition. This kitchen part, I really you know it really yeah. So and workouts as well. Like, are we talking? No, no, this is going to be only nutrition. Nutrition based. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Plus, it is your stronger point, I guess, yes. rather than, you know. Yes. And I also think that it's a bit, it's not right to, if you are totally into nutrition, I'm sure you can give fitness advice as well. But there are other people who've trained weights and who know how to tell people. So, nowadays, you see a lot of people, you know, they want to, you know, just, they're like, uh, what do you call them? Jack of all trades? Yeah. yeah. so they are being that right now, right? Yes. So, so I'm really glad that you are focusing on nutrition because yeah, and I think that's about it. But before we just you know wrap it up, uh, you I also know I got to know that you are a biker. Yes. Yeah. So I want to know about that. Plus I've seen your images on your social media. So <laughs> I this is very interesting because 
your social media travel i'm talking about travel and your lifestyle so it's a spectrum right so on one side it's the entire you know you cover the whole bandwidth so on one side i see you you know in you know those luxurious uh, whatever your sunglasses and all and on the other hand you and your husband right you and your husband you are like vagabonds and hippies and all you know you know so that's really because i've seen both ends but differently like uh, so there's this you know balance like okay you travel like that as well and you travel like that as well so yeah biker how please tell us more about that and your travel as well so i have been a tomboy ever since huh? i always wanted to do things that i was told i can't do as a girl i can't mm. do which is why gymming because girls are not supposed to be lifting weights which is why biking because girls are not supposed to be carrying heavy bikes oh my god till date when i go on a harley i have people turning and <laughs> uh, that is a wow but i mean i would do that i would do the wow i mean like if someone is looking good if the if the rider is a girl or boy that doesn't matter but if someone is looking attractive plus a harley to compensate it yeah i mean i think that is justified thank you but i think there are a lot of harley female riders but i think one of the reasons why people turn their head is because they can't connect a woman with something many can't still can't yeah i know it's something heavy or you know yeah, yeah. that doesn't not open to that right now yeah yeah i understand and uh, as for my husband at the whole all the romantic images that you see of ours is completely my husband if you go to his profile <laughs> and see it's filled with me it's completely filled with me better so. be i mean <laughs> otherwise he is in some danger <laughs> he's the romantic the romantic one of the two of us right. so he decides that he remembers valentines he remembers my birthday he makes it special he remembers our anniversary so he does all these things Uh-huh. it's him not me he buys me all the bags shoes everything my access everything he decides okay so i'm a spoiled wife <laughs> <laughs> nice uh it was fun talking to you mathi i had fun thank you so much thank you so much thank you, you.